Welcome to the Edistar Talks podcast, where we invite some amazing educational rock stars who lives to inspire and loves to encourage. Hosted by an educator, facilitator, and the edtech coach Sonedha Sodhi. In this show, we will discuss about how educators can amplify student engagement, shake up learning. and can rock the curriculum content with 21st century skills so if you are looking for ways to rock your class stay tuned with us and be the never to be forgotten today we have amongst us miss joyce brown she is a motivated enthusiastic education specialist and internationally renowned guest speaker With a vast array of experience in fostering a cohesive learning atmosphere while embracing emerging knowledge of effective teaching and learning theory, she emphasizes on delivery of thorough and engaging education programs to students as well as development and growth of strong school communities. Her global classroom education network mission statement is simple: one world, one classroom. We welcome you, Miss Joyce Brown, on our show. Hello, everyone. Today we have Miss Joyce Brown all the way from Australia to talk about experiential learning with our audience today. We welcome you, Miss Joyce Brown, on our show today. First of all, let me wish you a very happy birthday to my dear friend. It is a very special day, and on your birthday, we are going to talk about something which is close to. both of our heart extremely happy about it yes it's it's turned out uh to be a beautiful day for us uh to connect so thank you thank you for the birthday wishes okay jersey i would like to request you to kindly introduce yourself and tell something about yourself to our audience today hmm. so uh My name is uh, Bronwyn Joyce, and I am currently a regional leading teacher, uh, working in a lead- leadership partnership role in uh, three secondary schools here in Australia. I am a global ambassador for the SDGs, uh, and I am also the founder of a new writing initiative called the Global Write. So um and I connect with educators all over the world um every day. Thank you so much. So dear audience, while everyone is different, there is one way to retain and comprehend knowledge while gaining hands-on experience. Some say the best way to learn is to relate the information to their lives in some way. This is the key concept that we are going to talk about. that is experiential learning experiential learning could be incorporated into many aspects of school curriculum and the main idea behind this kind of learning is the fact that students won't just memorize information rather they will understand the concepts and be able to reflect on what they have learned so i'm very happy that we have a special guest with us who is going to apprise us about what is experiential learning how we can adopt the strategies to frame activities for our children so that we can teach them and give them the concept of experiential learning in the classroom 
So, dear Joycey, I would like to first talk about this beautiful program that you have recently launched, Global Right, in which many of my students are also enthusiastically participating. So, can you just uh, tell us more about this program? Most certainly. So, the Global Right is a free weekly writing experience for all ages, where we place um, learners in a situation where they. Uh, not only uh, are able to write about the world, but also with the world. And I think what's really important about the Global Right is the concept that we um, enable students to unpack their thinking first. So every week there is a visual thinking routine, uh, which links to this um, experimental um learning where we're having students actually think uh, at a deeper level and and so what we do is we uh, have a prompt a global prompt linked to um, initiative uh, that is happening around the world we like to link every week to uh, one of the SDGs and we then uh, connect through writing prompts as as well and so we then enable students to publish their work and they can publish on uh, global technologies such as Buncee, Flipgrid or Wakelet. So we're giving every option uh, for students to explore and to publish their work globally. Wow, that's indeed a great example of experiential learning that you have started and all the students and educators around the globe are writing on the same prompt every week. That is indeed very powerful. So, uh, Joycey, can you please apprise our audience about uh, that? What is experiential learning all about? So, uh, experiential learning is really centers around having students link to um, local but also global um, learning availability. So we're not just learning from a textbook or a worksheet, we're actually linking learning across the curriculum to real life experiences. And what we're doing is we're encouraging students to be able to use hands-on uh, techniques and that could be making something, it could be designing something, it could be creating a podcast. Um, so we're allowing them to use all the different availabilities for them to publish and share their voice um, through, their, through their learning. And so it's really an experience of students exploring Exploring uh, at deeper levels of, of thinking and also coming up with calls to action that they actually can make a change in our world. And I think that's a really important concept to think about when we look at this um, experiential um, learning. Wow, indeed. I also believe in the same philosophy that education is not just an affair of telling and being told. But it's an active process and it is a constructive process where the learners have to be engaged. That's really powerful. So uh, can you just tell us that uh, how do you think that the power of experiential learning is important in teaching learning process? I think the importance of it is that we're enabling the ability 
to cater for all students in our classrooms because what we know is that students all learn in different ways and so it's important that we are able to cater for those learning difference. Some children um, work better with their hands, some students uh, work better academically and where so writing um, is more uh, for their style of learning. Some children are very visual. So we need to be catering for all learning styles. We cannot, uh, we cannot leave it to one model fits all. And I think that's the important message we have to have. If we're just working from a, a worksheet, it's just we think that it is one fits all, but it doesn't because every student learns in a different way. And we have to, for our children to be successful, we need to expand the learning experiences for them. Yeah, very rightly you mentioned about that one size does not fit all. So what strategies do you suggest for educators uh, to start with designing such kind of experiential learning programs? So, for example, uh, what we encourage through the Global Right is to have um, in, uh, and students can use it cross-curriculum, but what we um, call a thinking book or um, a writer's notebook, which is just a, a, a notebook with no lines in it, and it is a safe place for children to record their learning. And I think that's a really great place to start. Because in that notebook, you can have uh, the availability for students to write. They can uh, stick things in if that's uh, more for them. They can actually create sketch notes in there. So it's a really great beginning to start to expand um, the strategies that you're using in, um, in the classroom. And it takes away from that traditional um, notebook that has the lines in it, what we need is we need for students to feel safe as learners. And I really like the concept of the writer's notebook being a really safe place for children to be able to share their ideas in their own, um, in their own ways. Yeah, that's indeed the great strategies you have shared with us. Uh, but uh, what do you suggest that what are some of the elements which makes such experiential programs really successful. Okay, so I think uh, the elements that make it really successful is the planning phase first. So I think that you, you need to, when you're planning your lessons, um, you need to be thinking about, well, what ways can I um, incorporate some hands-on uh, learning experience? So in a maths lesson, how can I get concrete materials into this so children are actually manipulating and exploring more than just working out um, arithmetic uh, examples and, and maths problems. We want to get kids in with their hands and doing. Same with, with science. We want them to be experimenting uh, with different experiments and taking them out of the classroom is a really great strategy. So at that planning phase, we really need to be thinking deeper about how we're planning for all students in our classroom. And so thinking about, well, what if I have a hands-on student in my class? How am I going to be able to cater for that, that student? And I think that really starts 
at the planning phase and knowing what you're actually going to teach and how you're going to teach it. Yeah, definitely. Planning is an important part of such programs. Uh, but what do you think are the challenges to such projects then and how we can anticipate those challenges as educators? Yeah, so definitely we know that uh, the challenges are around schools um, throwing down that message that curriculum, 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 and, you know, you need to follow follow the curriculum. What we know and what the research has shown in my last eight years of research around this work is that everything we do fits into our curriculum. It doesn't have to be from a book. It can be that you are actually taking kids out of the classroom with their notebook and they are writing and they're touching and they're feeling. Um, and so we know that the barriers are around things like students must be in the classroom. We know that there are barriers from our leaders saying you need to prepare our students for test standardised testing. But what I can tell you is I've been teaching this way for around about eight years now and at the end of every year my students' data is higher than the rest of um, the other teachers within my, my unit. So it's saying that this work, if you have happy, successful students who want to be in the classroom, who are really wanting to learn, and you're catering for all their needs, you are going to have fabulous test results when it comes to the standardised tests. And I think that's something we need to really think about, that this is actually going, experiential learning actually um, brings all the learners into the learning process and uh, prepares all of them for their futures. Oh, that's really a superb advice you have given to our educators here. So you are running such a beautiful program, Global Right, and so many educators and children are engaged in this. So what advice would you like to give to our audience today if they want to engage uh, their students in experiential learning? Uh, what advice would you like to share with them? Look, uh, one of the first things um, I would say is take a look at um, the global right. It is a really simple way to start doing something different in your in your classroom or in your school. Um, and it can the global right can cater for all different um, all different lessons and all different areas of the curriculum. But what we see and especially from your own students is the power of the student voice. And so I think that um, even if you use, um, explore this with students as even as homework, um, they can do the Global Writers homework, even as a starting point to get them excited about doing something different. Um, but I think that the, my biggest tip is take the risk. Take the risk and have a go. Just start small, maybe in one lesson, and think about how can I bring the world into my classroom so that students are engaging with what's happening around the world, but they're also creating actions to, to make change. 
and that they are actually reflecting on their learning as well, on how they are as, as a learner. And I think start small is my greatest advice. Start small, but don't ever be scared. Just try something simple. And if that's going to the global right, come. we welcome everybody to come and join us um, at the global right because we're really seeing this empowering learners all around the world. Yeah, indeed. Experiential learning needs no qualification. It is effortless. Just being open and sensitive to every moment that you are creating in your classroom and creating a magnificent experience for your children is itself the experiential learning. Thanks for sharing about the global right and how you are making your learners deep dive into the experiential learning. That's really powerful message that you have shared with our listeners today. If our listeners want to connect with you on Global Right and learn more about experiential learning, uh, please tell them how they can reach out to you. Yep. So you can um, join us at theglobalright.com, which is our um, website where you can find all our um, weekly prompts, but it also gives you um, some examples of what the Global Right is about and um and our weekly prompts you can also find me on twitter um under at joyce bromwin um and i'm also on facebook as well you can find me either at bromwin joyce or you can find me at um, our global classroom we have um a facebook page there as as well so and i as you know i am somebody that always answers my um my followers or people that question or want any advice so please reach out um i'm here to help with anything that you need oh thank you thank you for sharing that information uh, what is one last message that you would like to share with our audience today one last message i, I want to to reach out to everybody is I want you to think about if we don't bring the world into our classrooms some children may never ever know that there's a world out there that they can be a part of so by experiential learning and through globalizing your classroom and just sharing a little bit about the world you are changing the lives for so many children Thank you so much, uh, Joyce Brown. You have really made a difference to the life of educators and students all over the world. Thank you for uh, sharing your uh, experiences with the educators around the world. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. You have just listened to the Edu Rockstar Talks podcast with your host Sumedha Sodhi. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Head over to subscribe, rate and leave a review for us. It is very much appreciated. Do not forget to join us next week for another exciting episode. Thank you for listening to us and we will never to be forgotten. Bye-bye.